Warning, this is a spoiler-based podcast. If you have not seen 1978's Dawn of the Dead, do me a solid favor, stop everything you're doing, pause this, go watch it, whether it be on YouTube, DVD, VHS, Betamax, Ham Radio, I don't care. Watch this movie. It needs to be seen before you die. Catch us on Twitter and Instagram at Cold45Podcast. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube. Hit us up on Google Play, Twitter, Satchel, Stitcher. We finally got Stitcher fixed, folks. Blueberry. Uh, soon to be on some other crap as well. Uh, be sure to check us out on our website, Cold45Podcast.com. Links to everyone who's uh, contributing to the show. Uh, Question 7, Nameless for the theme song, and Young Monster. Uh, today, Cold 45 is powered by a Pure Leaf Unsweetened Tea Made from real tea Folks, this is uh, week 6 in uh, Sober Watch uh, 2017 um, I can strangle an old man if I, if I wanted to right now <laughs> <laughs> You are now listening yeah welcome everybody to a uh homage edition of co 45 i'm your host beating down today i'm joined by random randy savage <laughs> were you yawning or <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was my ghoulish moan. Zombie noise in this movie is hilarious. That, that, that is one funny thing. But folks, you already know what the deal is. Um, you, you, I'm sure if you're a movie fan, you heard the news. Typically, we don't deal in loss with Colt 45. Um, I usually try to keep it, you know, a fun fantasy land where nothing ever happens badly to people um, until we bring it up in the conversation naturally. But I was actually doing a, a guest spot for Soul Wizard this past week and we found out like literally as we were recording that uh george a romero passed away and you know we were kind of just thrown for a loop and i was like if there's any a moment where i need to do a movie in honor of somebody that's passed away it's this guy the guy that basically invented the zombie genre oh yes rightfully so with this movie it is like awesome i don't know i know this is i might be the sequel but still this is awesome right the the original still amazing um uh, one thing i like about it is is his movies are high violence but there's always substance behind it there's always a social commentary one of the few uh directors in that time to you know to address race relations and have um you know african-american uh people as their lead actors uh is something that just isn't done back then so uh and and i appreciate <clears> the fact or recently either but well i mean we got dark tower coming up so let's let's you know let's hang in there uh, all right but um yeah i mean you know it, it's really it's not a it's not a, a trend per se and the yes. fact that uh even when he wrote his character for night night of the living dead he never just had a color in mind just a character message but um yeah dude like uh i just feel like it's only right you know to, to, to honor the man uh to pay homage to like the masterpiece um that is this movie uh we are, you already know how we're gonna do it yes it's a sacred cow so we are gonna barbecue pieces of it but we already know that the entire body of work is, is getting the past folks so just stay tuned right <laughs> uh, um is the first time you've seen this movie uh rando this week no shit this is the first viewing for me i've heard of it i've seen the remake uh, and I knew how it ended, but I still was like, yeah, okay, let's do this. You want to know something really crazy? Go ahead. I have. It's my first time seeing it, too. What? I know. I know. Like, I, uh, 
uh, anybody who's who's new to the show, um, I, I made it very apparent that I'm not a you know a a film buff or a student of film. I just watch movies when I can, and like I enjoy what I you know I enjoy what I enjoy. I like what I like, and um, there's a lot of times where I, I hear there's movies I need to see, and this show helps me you know kind of expand my horizons and see stuff that I know I should have seen a long time ago. And um, I wanted to get. Um, uh, the guys who I guested on the show, so I wanted to get Mark Ellis and uh, Joey DiCarlo on from So Wizard because uh, you know this is Joey's like favorite fucking movie. So like as I was watching it, I was like, I have to research the fuck out of this to <laughs> not fuck this up because there are people who care about this movie to the point where they will go to the mall in Pittsburgh, um, you know, and and just literally walk around the city and 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 because uh, uh, I forgot I forgot the guy's name. I think it's Adam Wu. Um, mm-hmm. This dude literally was like him and his friends was just filming like their own little document, you know, documentary style video, and they're right. showing the exact spots and showing like frame for frame, like they they memorize the frame of the shot, and they're like when they film it on the camera, they're damn near like shot for shot the exact same frame from present day, well, for 2014 to 1978, which is fucking amazing. That's crazy. And so much work went into this fucking movie. So like, I'm gonna try to not make this a three hour gush fest. Right. Uh, but it's pretty fucking amazing. So like, Randy, I'm gonna need you to bear with me. No, man, you're good. I was going through some of the trivia on it on uh, IMDb just to get some more information. Mm-hmm. This thing costs less than a million dollars to make, and I was like, really? The effects are. are- not cutting edge, but still pretty good. And I was like, "Wow, how much does Walking Dead spend each episode?" I and know, it's right? Like, we'll, we'll get to the things, the corners that they cut. But at the same time, you got to factor in. Um, I'm pretty sure they're not factoring the money that went into the mall. Um, that's true. As far as like uh, whatever deal was made, because <laughs> like, yeah, because like I, I watch documentaries where they'll say a million. So like oh. somewhere there's four hundred. <laughs> thousand dollars that went to something somewhere somehow went to all those uh, mall santas and be like yeah why don't you just uh, take a break oh shit so everybody who's who's scoffing at us prepare to listen to a uh, a virgin's review of this movie are you ready to do this man oh yeah i was ready let's do this i do i do have a little bit of pressure on myself because I, I don't want to fail the people who are hardcore so hopefully we don't disappoint you guys um but we are going to do our show our way so <laughs> just pre- prepare yourself for ribbings but um, you know we have a sleeping white chick uh, from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is a really weird. I've never seen this start of the movie where it's like, you know, and titles and all right, wake the hell up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we get Francine right from the right from the get go having a fucking fever dream, you know, laying up against the wall. I mean, honestly, I like it because it's a nice, it's a nice, it's a neat little style that they're doing. Right. But um, fucking pandemonium. Shit hit the fan. The outbreak is already happening. Shit's already fucked up. So we're at a newsroom. There's a lot of clamoring, a lot of walking around and shit. And we have a show going on at the same time where we have um, these two gentlemen were actually, uh, uh, they performing a play together. Right. So, so these guys are super familiar with each other. And they um, decided to like run their lines and rehearse this stuff away from um, the movie set. So, right. like, they came in there and they gave a hell of a legit performance. I can't lie to you because, like, I'm watching them. And like the way that they interject with each other and cut each other off, it threw it threw me for a loop a little bit because I I, I you know I've heard of how campy this movie can be and right. and you know how how silly it can be at sometimes, but I'm seeing like legit acting happening and I'm like holy shit this is kind of cool and the doctor, um the way he's like you know kind of like let him know what I do these are the rules <laughs> this zombies they eat them they fucking die and they come back and they eat again man shit's real and the black dude is like hello is it me you're looking for he looks like Lionel Richie yeah he does. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Like, why? Why are they having Ronald Richie do this interview? It's like everyone else is dead. 
<laughs> Damn, the Commodores got to do uh, TV hosting now because motherfuckers are... <laughs> Shit is getting real. These zombies are outrageous. Sorry, that, that is a deep cut. So um, our boy Steve shows up real smooth like because you know he's up to no good in a sense where he's like, um, bitch, uh, helicopter's going to be up at the top at nine. Get on that motherfucker or we're gone. He was like telling her to get back in the kitchen. It's like, you're going to be on that fucking roof or I'm going to fucking come after you. Yeah, don't make me come get you. Like, yeah, he totally uh, Ike Turner to just aggressive saving. But like, uh, Steve is the uh, you know the eye in the sky. He's he's the traffic guy, so he's literally like the guy to fucking talk to. I'd have been best buzz with that cat if I worked at that station. I'm like, hold up, uh, where's Steve at? <laughs> that motherfucker left. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so so like we cut immediately to the a Waco, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> We cut to Waco, Texas, with oh. just a bunch of Trump supporters waiting outside a hotel. Wow. And they're like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to blow some <gasps> in Puerto Rican. Yeah, you know what? Oh, Jesus, like, bro. Like, that was wooly. Wow. That was wooly. Okay. And I'm like, really, wooly? Like, really? We're going to just lay it all out, huh? And it's, <laughs> it's I like, feel like whenever. Are we fighting zombies? No. Nah, <gasps> in Puerto Rican. <laughs> I gotta bleep you every time. But like it's it's crazy because um he's so open with it. <laughs> and like, like and like uh, Roger Roger other guy is is standing with a I mean brand new recruit. I'm gonna call yeah. him Johnson because I don't I forgot his name. But, I thought uh, it was a, like the rookie cop, and I was like, I- I'm ready to go, whatever you are, man. <laughs> uh, whatever. So, yeah, so he's looking at him like, mm, all right. So <laughs> the other guy shook. He's like, hey, man, just you know, just don't pop off when you walk in there. Just come, you know, yeah. be calm. Everything's cool. And then the ethnic dudes bust out of the fucking door, and it's all the uh, Puerto Rican guys. <laughs> Bunch <laughs> of fucking pinche fucking vatos come out. Ah, die, motherfucker. <laughs> And one guy in brown face, and it was painful because they painted on his. It looked like um, uh, goddamn it, Team America World Police when they did the yeah. uh, when they did the fake of the skies. It looked rough, but um, people are getting shot. It's pure chaos right off the bat, dude. And um, Wooly, the racist motherfucker, is just enjoying every second of this. Meanwhile, new guy Private Johnson gets headshotted right away. Bam! I mean, right off the bat, dude. And I like how Roger's checking on him to see what his vitals are. And it's like, he's dead, bro. Stop it. A uh, cool little tidbit. That um, rooftop yes. is not huge. It's very tiny. And it was right above um, uh, George uh, George Romero's office. Oh, shit. It was like a little tiny area. And they made it look huge. He shot it in a way to where you felt like it was like a big-ass fucking building. And it was not at all. Like if you watch it again, you'll see how kind of how it was kind of cut up, and yeah. how whenever um because uh because uh because Roger cornered, I'm assuming his name is Rico. Uh, <laughs> he corners them, but they kind of have it to where like they're up against the wall, so it's like you can't see what's behind them because the answer is nothing. Also, I do want to give a special shout out to every single person that was involved in Pittsburgh, uh, mm-hmm. for this movie because Pittsburgh Pittsburgh like held it down. Pittsburgh represented, and Pittsburgh probably is the reason why that uh cost was so goddamn low because they oh, came yeah. fucking through. Um, and I'll bring up some shit when we get to it later. But, um, you know, we're in the projects, BG Dubs. So the SWAT okay. team, which I didn't know there was a SWAT team, but the SWAT team are rolling out. Yeah. They're throwing tear gas, and people are just getting murked left and right. But it's mainly Wooly just shooting random black people, and he does a kick door. There's a guy just standing there. I know he's a dummy. Uh, oh, shout out to uh, Home Home Video Hustle, because this is an epic uh, dummy kill. But um, the dude kicks open the door. The guy's looking like, derp, and he blows his entire head off, dude. Shout out to that boy, Tom Savini, who oh. put his motherfucking foot in this, man. Tom, Tom Savini is a, uh, for people who don't know, he is a legend when it comes to uh, pa- practical effects and gags as far as uh, uh, blood effects, 
gore right. effects. He's the fucking man. You witnessed uh, random <laughs> stuff from craft services, uh, fake blood stuffed in a condom in a, in a fake rubber head, exploding what? with an actual shotgun. That, that was not a. Uh, that was not dynamite. He actually shot that shit. Damn. Right? Just like, give me everything that's not Aiton, and then uh, give me some of that. Uh, I got. I was gonna save this for later, but whatever. She can get pregnant, and then <laughs> give me that croissant sandwich. Give, give me that croissant sandwich. <laughs> oh shit! I didn't know. Oh, uh, I finally looked at Tom Savini. I know this motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. That's... I called him this. I called him the sex machine later in my notes. Yeah, bro. He's a he's the guy with the gun penis from uh, Dust Till Dawn, and he was also in Planet Terror. And fucking everything else, man. Um, he was in a bunch of shit. Also, yeah. um, I did watch the uh, after this. I did watch the remake. Um, the only because Zack Snyder and James Gunn did a movie together, and I was like, I have to, I have to see what it looked like out of curiosity. So I'll, I'll put my two cents in on that. Anyway, so they're going down, and like Wooly is just murdering minorities left and right, and it's fucking horrible, dude. Um, right until he just kicks down the one door that shouldn't have been kicked. Like not that one. No, don't open that one. And kick it. He kicks it open, and that's where they've been storing all the dead motherfuckers. Right, and it's fucking crucial. So, like, Roger and Wooly are, like, fucking fighting now. And Wooly just is such a racist murder rage yeah. where he, he starts to overpower Roger. Roger's in deep shit. And then in comes this tall motherfucker who I thought was the tyrant from Resident Evil. I was really confused what was happening at this point in time. <laughs> I forgot what movie I was watching. This big dude with his gas mask comes in and just destroys Wooly. Yeah. And the way that he does it, after he stands and looks at everybody like, yeah, I fucking shot him. And I was like, there's a black guy in that suit. Like, I knew immediately. <laughs> it's like, I know it's the end of times, but I can't stand no more. It's yeah, this is too fucking much. He's dead now. If you got a problem, come see me. That's kind of, and he just walked off. He just walked away into nothingness, dude. So, like, Wooly, um, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Roger, Roger is going inside because uh, another rookie dude, I'm assuming, and the yeah. guy who I thought was uh, Michael Winslow uh, are in the fucking room. Uh, battling these zombies and shit, and these zombies are like are fucking tussling with a man. Where like uh, two of the guys had to work together, throw one chick down, gun her down, and a right. guy with really cool makeup effects, shout out to Tom Savini, uh, with some exposed brain and shit, is like uh, fucking with this kid. And he's having a hard time shooting him, not a hard time aiming, just a hard time shooting what's happening right now because he can't wrap his brain around some shit that is really brand new. Nobody is kind of blase about this. This is a serious right. situation, folks. So um, he finally takes a shot, he kills him, but it like. Both, um, not Roger, but the, the Michael Winslow lookalike and this new guy are shaken up with the fact that they had to kill somebody for no fucking reason. Mm -hmm. You're getting a little bit of weight, something that we were missing from last week's movie. Uh, oh, yeah. So, like, <laughs> the young kid can't handle it. He kills himself. Shit is fucked. And it's like, I mean, complete chaos. Like, I, I literally had to rewatch this beginning part. It was so much going on in the beginning. I'm like, my God. Funny part, uh, a funny true story. The guy that played Roger brought his grandma with him. Mm -hmm. to uh see the movie well, well she well, he he didn't want her to come but she was like i'm coming yeah. that's my grandbaby i'm gonna see him he's like it's gonna be bad and she's like nah i won't see my grandbaby like, ain't nothing gonna stop me see my she, she saw that <laughs> that black dude head explode she's like i need to go he's like yeah <laughs> you gotta go because this is the tip of the motherfucking iceberg so that head was supposed to be part of the ending they just used it in the beginning though you are correct we're gonna talk about that downer ass ending that was gonna happen yeah. <laughs> jesus so, in all this fucking melee and shit, um, Roger needs to take a fucking break. <laughs> so, he finds a quiet yeah. room, and he's there to himself, 
And there's there's this other guy too, this big giant dude. And you're thinking about to gun each other down because honestly, uh, the guy that's in the suit, his name is Pete. He's paranoid already because Wooly already was popping off at the mouth. So he saw another white dude walking. He's like, hold up, <laughs> pulled a gun on him and shit. But they saw that they're cool. Right. He takes off the shit. It's motherfucking Pete, dude. What's good? I lost my fucking mind because I realized who that dude was. I know he was on Keenan and Kel. That was Keenan's daddy, bro. <laughs> what? And it took a minute. Like I didn't realize it until I was, you know, I'm just looking up stuff on IMDb, and I'm like, dude, I, my whole world was turned upside down. Dude, Q saw music. I'm just like, what? <laughs> this whole time, that's where all that anger came from. Like, no wonder they were scared of him, dog. <laughs> Pete's no fucking joke, man. So, while all this crazy shit's happening, mm-hmm. we have it to where um, uh, they basically have a conversation about. Getting the fuck out of there. Right. Like, fuck this shit. This shit is retarded. Honestly, I feel like that's because, you know, like, literally, you're getting a crash course and everything that's wrong with America. <laughs> like, in yeah. one building happening. And, like, let's just get the fuck out. Like, you know, sometimes I just want to run. Like, yeah, I feel you, bro. And they're smoking cigarettes and chilling. And in comes um, probably actual Padre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's in my notes, too. Fucking. Then a Padre walks out of the smoke. <laughs> like, oh, please, please. Please, accents, accents and stuff. And he was saying some poignant shit, but I didn't know what he was saying because I couldn't get subtitles. So um, I just know if you stop the fighting, you'll stop the war or some shit. I don't know, man. He was saying, I, I know it was deep. I know it was deep. He was trying to go see his sister, and he let him know that there's more dead people in the basement. Yeah. And he's like, exactly. I already gave him last right, so you know, do what you got to do, but I'm out. I'm trying to see my sister, a.k.a. I'm going to heaven uh, in about 20 minutes. <laughs> so Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, yeah, he, oh, pff, dude, he's so slow. Like, let me pass. So he goes down. Um, uh, the two guys go downstairs, and they literally have to execute all these fucking uh, zombies downstairs. And it's pretty gruesome. And there's a real skeleton down there. BG Dubs. Yeah. Oh. Shit. Yeah. It's in the corner, wrapped up oh. in a blanket, but that's a real goddamn skeleton. Why? But um, it's it's, Cheap. it's, it's grizzly. Cheaper than a dummy, I guess. <laughs> uh, grizzly scene though. Fucking uh, you know they're eating on shit. They're like kind of feasting on each other in a weird way. It's just a a pile of just dead people. And it's rough, man. And they're executing them one by one, and it's a fucking bummer. And um, fucking army finally comes in. They're like, damn. All right, come on, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, this is some garbage. So, um, it's kind of implied that uh, Roger and Steve know each other. Right. You know, so they had a plan to kind of like, you know, like, like Roger was cool enough to be like, Pete, roll with me because, you know, we got, we got a plan to get the fuck up out of here. Right. So, I didn't know you can just, I don't know, land a helicopter and just put gas in it. <laughs> Is that how the 70s work? I hope so, girl. <laughs> I hope that that's how helicopters work. You can just land at a fucking shell station. Yeah, it's good. And just like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Try your best to land underneath a Valero. <laughs> Pray for the best. That's but yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, man. Like they just they're just gassing up like no big fucking deal. And I'm like, that's convenient. They almost got charged up by some shit. I mean, shitty cops, dude. Like police academy garbage level cops <laughs> just roll up on them. Did you think those were cops? Because I thought they were just like like we're fucking crooks. We're just gonna come here to steal all the weapons. Mm, only because they back down though. Yeah. They, they, in the boat, man. They, yeah, they back down. They had like a yeah, like, like a, a gingerly conversation about you know going into the boat with you know, the cross-eyed guy. Revealed yeah. that they're gonna go to the boat, and I was like, yeah, I guess you know, because um, I just felt like if Wooly could be a SWAT team member, why can't these guys be cops? That's my logic. That's true, I guess. Because Pittsburgh is gangster, <laughs> gangster <laughs> as fuck. Thankfully, the only reason the cops backed off is because Roger and Pete showed up, which I completely understand. 
And, uh, you know, our boy Steve, a.k.a. Flyboy, you know, they all hop in their fucking uh, helicopter and they bounce, dude. They just get the fuck out. They don't try to get anybody else. They're gone. And when you think about it, great plan, but really mm-hmm. fucked up when they have the conversation about who they, like, who are y'all leaving behind. And everybody yes. was leaving somebody behind. And, like, uh, Pete had a, oh, boy. Your thoughts on what? this? Yeah. Um, you, yeah, you know where I'm going. Yeah, so, um... <laughs> So Pete is talking to Frange, who's in the fucking helicopter, and he's like, we're leaving a lot of people behind. I'm leaving my brothers behind. And she goes, real brothers or street brothers? I would have slapped that bitch out the helicopter so hard. <laughs> Bro, I was like. I was like, fuck you, bitch. And the look he gave her, like, both. <laughs> but I wanted you, oh, bitch. Like I'm not fr- I'm not a Klingon. Like don't talk to me like that. Like no, I was I was thinking of like airplane. I speak jive. Yeah, like let me learn your customs and shit. Like like what, bro? I was I was I was beside oh, myself. It took me it took me a minute to start like a friend again, bro. Like for real. It took me a good good half was, a movie. It was it took, the funniest part of this movie. I'll just say. <laughs> no, no, it was hilarious, but it took me a, a half a movie to give a fuck about this chick. Cause I, was, I was like, oh, when are oh, you yeah. going to die? When are you going to die? Street brothers are real Street. brothers. Motherfucker. <laughs> wow, dude. So um, a, little, a little aside here. Yeah. Uh, Flyboy Steve? Yeah. Throughout this whole movie, I kept saying these simple words. Fuck you, Steve! <laughs> <laughs> Steve, Steve was like the predecessor. Of, I think he was Shooter McGavin's dad, bro. Like this, Steve. Steve is the genetic code of everything that's wrong in every horror film. If we go upstairs to hide from the killer downstairs, that is Steve. Yeah, that's Steve Brain. Yeah, and like, ah, oh, everything you do is wrong. You're not lying, bro. So like, we get a we get a passage of time, and we get that because we're seeing Steve falling asleep right. at the wheel of a helicopter, bro. <laughs> not cool. Like I mean, sleep like everything out, wrong. and they're like, "Wake the fuck up!" So like, get us killed. So they see, um, you know, we're looking at the havoc that's happening, the uh, the, the craziness that's going down, you know, down below, you know, because right. they got a bird's eye view of all the carnage that's happening, which is kind of cool seeing a uh, you know, a microcosm of what's going on throughout the you know the fucking country. Right. So we have it to where there's like the national guard down there and a bunch of hillbillies taking pot shots at fucking zombies. Guess what? Real National Guard. All volunteered to do it. Didn't cost them a dime. They were happy to fucking do it. That's crazy. Super awesome, dude. Like, as I told you, dog, Pittsburgh, stand the fuck up. Y'all came fucking through. And, and you know, and, and plus, you know, uh, uh, Romero had enough clout with him because he, you know, he did Night of the Fucking Dead. Right. It's like 10 years after the fact, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah. So, like, he, he got enough steam to, like, be like, hey, I'm that guy. You want to be in the movie? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, shit, yeah. I'll do it for a fucking donut stick. I don't give a shit what you got. So for a Lunchable and $20 and a t-shirt. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> that is exactly what they got. That's exactly what they got. Uh, except for the lunchables part, probably just a sandwich, <laughs> a bag lunch, yeah, yeah. But it might um, have been a lunchable. <laughs> <laughs> lunchable would have been an upgrade. I get crackers yeah. and cheese. I get crackers and cheese. Motherfuckers Ooh. lavish. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they land right to go get some right. more gas because there's just fucking helicopter gas stations everywhere, and um, they split up, man. Mm-hmm. They split up, dude. I'm like, come on, man, like. Uh, so, P goes off in one direction. 
fucking uh, uh, Steve and Francine go off another direction. They leave Roger at the goddamn copper, you know, chopper, even though he yeah. can't fly the fucking chopper, dude. Like every, everybody's making poor decisions right now. So uh, I don't know what order this is happened in, but we're gonna talk about our boy Steve and Francine first. <laughs> okay. So Zombos show up, right? Right. Shit's getting real. Uh, he's trying to, because uh, I think uh, uh, Francine was in danger. He, he tells her, to, you know, beat it, go, run. And she's sandwiched between Steve tussling with a zombie. Oh, I'm sorry. No, wait. Before the tussle happens, Steve had a hammer. Yeah. <laughs> Steve sees this dude in the distance. He's like, all right, I'm about to knock his motherfucking block off. Here we go. He is charging at him. I'm like, okay, this is going to be a basic <laughs> side swipe of a hammer. No big deal. We've seen this before. Yeah. I, I was amazed by the grace and beauty of the most hellacious fuck up whiff like what like he went he was going for his temple y'all and then somehow <laughs> swung underhand and got underneath his armpit and just failed and they both fell down together like <laughs> in, in my notes at this part I go by Thor's hammer <laughs> yeah, I feel like you know how you, you try to play fight with, with a chick and you're trying to like get close and touch some titties right. and shit that's what it looked like, like oh he fell like it just he he put himself in absolute danger. It was the most pathetic display I've ever seen in my life of trying to hit somebody. And uh, it was amazing. It was amazing. And um so like while he's about to die, um our girl uh, Francine is seeing him about to die and seeing another zombie walking her way and she doesn't know what to do and she doesn't right. make a noise. She just looks lost. George wanted her to scream. Mm-hmm. She said no. I'm not. I'm not going to scream. And he's like, okay. He's like, I, I don't want to be a damsel in distress. And because she was, she was saying, um, she said, what you know, women's liberation was a big thing around at that time, right? And she was making, she was putting her foot down. And George never bothered about it again. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> so, uh, but unfortunately to me, I was like, bitch, do something. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was like. What are you you're just gonna stand there? Yell, do something, call for help. Could have called for help. Anyway, could have called for somebody. So, um, inside, inside the little uh, building that still exists uh, to this day, uh, our boy Pete's inside with a you know with a assault rifle trying to figure out what's going on. Two children just run up on him. Two zombie kids, <laughs> and my boy had to kill two zombie kids, man. And I don't know if it was cut this way so it won't look so bad because it looks stupid. And I laughed. I'm sorry. <laughs> ah, get off me! Because like he, one at a time, too. Like, uh, uh, but like when he shot him. It wasn't gruesome, y'all. Also, that was um uh, the niece and nephew of uh, Tom Savini. So shout out to Tom Savini, putting children at risk. And um he shoots them onto the couch, right? Right. But, but they're like getting up and sitting down and getting up and sitting. Like the way they cut it, it's, it looks so goofy and funny to me. Like it just looked like he was putting them down for a nap with bullets. <laughs> but they sleep, didn't. Bitch. <laughs> Go to bed. But um. Go to- Unfortunately, our boy uh, that, that played Pete, you know, he did not like the scene at all. Like, even when they were interviewed him, he kind of had a look of disdain and like disgust a little bit. That really bothered him, like deeply. It's like, why well, I have to be the one to kill the children? I mean, they were gonna kill him, dude. Like, what do you what do you want from him? But um, now Roger has is having some static coming his way, and we have this weird looking dude rolling up, zombie rolling up to the to the helicopter, and uh, he takes a step up. I don't know. Roger had the easiest time out of all of this. He didn't get to do, he didn't do shit. He just watched it happen. It was kind of, dude, it was a really cool gag. It was an awesome gag. Uh, but like the helicopter blades basically chop off the top of um, the zombie's head and blood just pours everywhere. Um, really cool. 
gimmick they did, they actually uh, added the blades in post. Right. And um, they basically had fishing wire attached to the top part of the head. And he just told the dude just to run. <laughs> he just yanked it off the top of his dude's head. It was one of uh, Tom's friends that he asked to do it because he had a low-ass forehead. So basically, if Drake was ah. in the building, he'd have been like, Drake, come here. Take that, Drake. So, um, <laughs> but but during this, you know, once they get in the, in the helicopter and fly away, um, our boy Pete goes hard on Steve because Steve got a, took a gun and tried to save uh, Pete earlier from uh, fighting the poster child for the Resident Evil movies. It was like the perfect looking zombie. And right. uh, he had to dive out the way because, you know, Steven had the fucking foresight that the bullets would go through the zombie and kill Pete. So Pete was giving him shit the entire ride to the mall. Like he did not <laughs> let it, he didn't let it go. So we finally get to the mall. So this is like, I don't know how you felt about this. I feel like this is two different movies. Oh yeah. It's like kind of, it was like gone with the wind. It was like a lot of action and then kind of like a really kind of a coming of age story at the end of the movie. Now, you know what? I've never seen gone with the wind. And the fact that you've seen that before this, you suck. <laughs> you suck. What? It was on a Boo. list. Fuck that. So uh, I'm not watching the movie ever. It's like five hours of your life. You're never going to get back. Anyway, yeah, so. that's, yeah, that's way too long. That's way. When I heard the runtime, I was like, no, thanks. Why can't y'all make a series out of that? So um, they make it to the mall. And they're like, you know what? This is actually a pretty good place to try to see if there's anything there. Because no one's there. Which is really weird to me. Mm-hmm. That they're the first ones to think about going to a mall. Or just anybody not there beforehand. I thought that was crazy. I feel like this really was the first instance where somebody's like, yeah, this could totally work. So, like, they, they get there, and, like, there's, like, water. There's, like, plenty of stuff there they can see through the window. So, like, um, they just break in, and they kind of hole up in the area where, like, this is kind of like the little shelter where they can finally get some fucking rest. Uh, and they do all the shit they're supposed to do. They check. Like, I feel like at the same time of creating this genre, he created the perfect uh, uh, guidebook on what to do, you know, like, if you were to be in this particular situation. The fact that they checked the fire escape exit to see if there's any other ways to get in it's okay well we can sleep here we can barricade it and go to bed well that's the weird thing about this while i was watching it i have read world war z by max brooks and a little bit of the zombie guide mm-hmm. to the zombie apocalypse and yeah he basically restates what the scientists were saying in the beginning that we need to not treat these as humans they are creatures shoot them in the face protect yourselves don't go home don't go out alone no one like uh save your bullets be quiet you know like all these great, like all the things that Pete and Roger do, so like instinctually, and Steve does completely in the fuck opposite way. My lord, yes, <laughs> I know, right? Steve is just Q yakety sacks every time he fucking gets out of a chair. He's just like, oh, here we go. What are you about to do, Steve? You fucking idiot. So, um, cool thing, their little their little cubby area where they're holed up at. Yep. Um, is actually a separate. Um, it's not in the mall. It was actually in a uh. Kind of like a, it was like one of the few things that was like a sound stagey type of situation. Oh. Which was kind of cool. Because like, especially when it turned into like a fucking home later in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. how the fuck did they get a couch in there? Hey, you got nothing but time, bro, at that point in that movie, dude. But, um, so yeah, so like they do the snatch and grabs, right? And right. they're excited about it, dude. And like they're kind of, it's kind of, this is where the kind of the campiness comes in. And now granted, I know it's supposed, it's supposed to be like a, you know, a commentary on consumerism because there were still zombies um, kind of wandering in there, and they're trying to figure out why are they there, why are they, you know, wandering around and stuff. And right. this is kind of one of the few moments where you know they kind of add to the lore that these zombies do have some type of remnants of memories. 
Oh. Yeah, we're going to get to it. <laughs> but they have like some type of, there's some type of connection to Earth still. They're not like, you know, you're walking dead, breed zombies, where they're like truly just animals. Um, right. There's a, even um even the remake version um like 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 these people still have a shred of something there which is very interesting um and kind of cool when you think about it uh yeah you don't you don't see that anymore it's like they 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 really de- you know they they pull back as much of the human element as they can uh, m- more recently uh, well in in warm bodies they that's that's the whole gimmick <sighs> I'm not. I'm not watching Warm Bodies, bro. <laughs> it's but it's the whole gimmick. It's got. It's like uh, Daywalker or Daybreakers, where it's like you know, sunlight plus water equals cure for vampirism. So the cure for zombieism is love. Yeah. Okay. Just the, just that one pristine zombie guy. I'm like, no. Where's the one with no face? Let, let, let's see him fall in love. Get the fuck out of here. So um, while this is happening, Francine's trying to leave. Dick move, Francine. She's trying to ditch him because, uh, you know, Pete and and Roger, I don't know, the Arms Forces guys are out there getting supplies for them and shit. And she wants to leave. Steve is like, I'm going to go help him. And he fucking not even goes in the direction he's supposed to. <laughs> he just, he goes into the darkest, dankest, most alone area you can go where you can get snuck on at any time. Like, why would you? God damn him. Like, literally, the other guys went towards light and, like, <laughs> <laughs> open spaces and shit. This guy goes into a fucking kill box. He went to a fucking kill. He went into a fucking box, put his gun near the door, oh, and just like left everything open and just started rummaging through papers, making as much noise as possible. Oh, like, by the way, didn't even leave his girl with a gun. No. Just dickish. So, um, you know, obviously there's a zombie creeping around him and shit. So while all this is happening, um, uh, Steve and uh, Steve and Pete basically had a plan to, you know, divert zombies in one area and try to go through the next. And in the scuffle, uh, our boy Roger loses his assault rifle. Right. And the zombie literally holds it the entire movie after that, which I thought was like weird and kind of funny. Eh, kind of funny, but kind of scary because like that's my worst fear that they would learn and like <laughs> adapt a little bit. Yeah. And they were, which is not cool. But um. So, like, when they were trying to, you know, they had the supplies, man, but they, they, they couldn't get the supplies because here comes Steve fucking up the church's money and um, just <laughs> ruining everything, man. And, like, uh, our boy Pete had to go save him because, like, they were back upstairs and Pete had to, <laughs> Pete ran and grabbed one of these fucking zombies, bro, and just fucking launched his ass. Like some fucking guy from 300. He's like, into the fucking pit with you. <laughs> he fucking body slammed the bejesus out of that dummy, dude. He looked amazing. And that that's a, uh, they use the same dummy throughout the whole uh, production, which is fucking oh, hilarious. That's awesome. Another cool thing about this, they didn't, um, the mall didn't close for them. Oh. For this movie to happen. These motherfuckers worked from 11 to 7, bro. Damn. Every fucking day, 11 to 7. And what made it even worse, they recorded until December. And Uh-oh. in December, they had to shut it down because, not because of snow or anything right. like that. It's because they didn't want to have to set up the Christmas decorations every fucking time they had to shut down. So they just took a break. Yeah. But uh, what what he what he did was he actually, um, he edited half of the movie that he had already mm-hmm. while he was waiting, which is smart. Oh, that works. Which is fucking smart. Which is also why you kind of see like a weird shift in tone because um production was ridiculous dude because like a, a a recording in that type of building they didn't have like the proper lighting to a certain extent because of uh how big the areas were right and um 
it was just, a, I mean, dude, they had to use so many fucking resources with, like, so little manpower. And, like, everybody, the fact that George was such a good dude, nobody had a problem doing this shit with him. And when he called up to uh, Savini about the movie, he was like, hey, start thinking of ways to kill people. <laughs> you know, and um, and he, uh, and one thing, cool thing about George, George, uh, you know, would listen to people. Like, even though, like, he has, uh, his, his script, his uh, screenplay was super long, super detailed. Right. But he was always uh, willing to adjust things because he'll ask just a random person in the crew what he thinks about some, something and he'll roll with it. And, like, he never gave, like, he let everybody who was a zombie do their own fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And he just he was really relaxed about it, and um, uh, a lot of the actors, you know, like one actor, uh, the the guy to play Pete was talking about how it's kind of like you're just sailing along on a ship, and you're just going along with the fucking current, and everybody's kind of relaxed. It's not like a stressful thing because I would be stressed. Yeah, I would be stressed beyond belief. Nobody would like me, dude. But he was a super likable guy, man, and like uh, didn't rub anybody the wrong fucking way, and like get, let everybody have their fucking input, even to the point when um your boy uh, Rogers slid down the fucking uh, escalator. That was awesome. I've always wanted to do that. That was fucking amazing. And, like, that was improv. That was all him. He wanted to do that. That's cool. He wanted to fucking do it. And he was like, go for it. And, like, um, the guy that plays Pete makes a – he has a he has a, a running joke with him saying that um, they built those bumpers because of him. <laughs> <laughs> he named the bump after his last name of the actual actor and shit, which I thought was pretty fucking funny. That's so, awesome. super cool. But these ass hats. So, like, thanks to our boy – and uh, the body slam, they got stuck right back where they were to begin with. Mm-hmm. And um, also, he didn't help her rebarricade uh, back at home base. So there's a fucking there's a there's a monk zombie wandering towards base. Yep. Way to go, Steve. Oh, you suck. So when they're trying to run, uh, boy Roger gets fucking tackled by one of the zombies, and there's a really cool gag where he uh, stabs the zombie in the ear with a screwdriver. Right. Yeah. Really cool. The reason that shot happened was because mm-hmm. it was a continuity error. And they added that shot into because uh, our boy Roger was wearing a sweater and then he didn't have a sweater in the next shot for like no reason. So they put mm-hmm. that scene in for that sh- for the for the sweater to come off for the sake of continuity. Wow. Ain't that some shit? That is cool. We got a really cool shot for like just some minor shit. It's so fucking funny, dude. So let's let's jump ahead because there's a lot of crap going on. Yeah, it's, it gets it gets into like a lot. <laughs> Francis, yeah. Francis did a terrible job blocking the uh, the zombie because she tried to use a flare. That didn't work out. But if she gets saved. So the fact that she um, is the weak link and kind of like not part of the boys club, she makes makes it very obvious and very vocal about it. Even more so when she was asleep and it was revealed that Steve knocked her up and she's pregnant. Right. And they were talking about what they're going to do about the baby without even talking to her. And what made it even weirder. Now, I love Pete. As a character, I think he's mm-hmm. super cool. But why does he know how to perform abortions? What the fuck? Is that part of military training for SWAT? Like, what? Why? Like, why? And why are you so non? You should be embarrassed that you know how to do that. And I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not on some Roe v. Wade type shit. I'm just saying that's an odd skill to have. It's like, hey, I could ride a bike. I could play saxophone. I could perform abortions. Whoa, Pete. <laughs> Whoa, bro. The what? fuck? Yeah, you used to work at Benny Honest. Like, that has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> what? How? <laughs> what does Benny Honest have to do with this? I'm just saying. Just saying. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. You're going to shit or get off the putt. What's your plan? <laughs> so they have this really good idea to uh, barricade the the doors with trucks. 
Right. Great plan. Really cool shot where you have um, our boy Flyboy Steve, you know, doing what he does best, flying a fucking helicopter, right? Escorting, you know, escorting these guys to grab these vehicles. Everybody has a role. Our boy um, Roger is really good at hot wiring cars for some fucking reason. Who cares? Yeah. It's awesome. I'm glad the black guy's not doing it. Thanks. So he's he's hot wiring the cars and, and they're making the runs and like um, you know they're going on a second run, and and this is when the point where your boy uh, Roger's smelling himself way too hard, way too hard, and it's like smell yourself when it's over, bro. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I get I get it. You know, like you, you, you ride that adrenaline hot, but get it together, man. And he left his uh tool his toolkit back back at the spot, and Pete is like, bro, stop fucking around. You're fucking with my life, not just yours. Oh yeah, it's not that. Get, get your head in the fucking game. Also, I love the way the I love the way Pete talks too. Pete talks super black. Like I wish I had his voice. Welcome to Code Forty Five, motherfuckers. Welcome. You're not playing with your life. You're playing with mine. I'm playing with my life. I'm beat him down. Gonna fucking do this shit. But worse, no, no, no. Before we blame totally on Roger, Steve's in a helicopter. He saw them coming. Well, he didn't have a radio or anything. Like he he tried. He literally, like I, I will give us. I'm not going to shit on Steve didn't fuck this up because Steve was where the fuck he belongs, up high. Now, they should have gave him a walkie-talkie, but they didn't. So that's on the fucking SWAT team. They should at least, like, do, do helicopters not have bullhorns or any kind of horn? Well, he would have used it. Flash Come some on. lights and shit. Because he was, like, really, like, he was trying to figure out a way to stick his head out of the fucking window, but it's a helicopter. <laughs> so he can't. Man, whatever, dude. I, I ain't blame. Uh, Steve fucked everything else up, but not this. I, yeah, I, not I this. blame Steve on this. There was a nah. way to signal. No, Roger. It, it's all Roger's fault because Roger was trying to hot dog. Okay, because case in point. So mm-hmm. like the, the the trucks are parked right next to each other, right? So he goes in, he gets the bag, and he drops it. So we all know what's about to go down because he fucked up. So he jumps in the midst of zombies. He gets the bag. Instead of jumping up immediately, he did some Jim Cotta shit where he like <laughs> he was hanging on both of the rear view or side view mirrors and did yeah. like a pommel horse kick. For like no reason, and I was okay, like, you, yeah, you, that's you, on him. "You deserve everything you get from it from this point." So we had um, who looked like a young Luis Guzman zombie <laughs> come out of nowhere <laughs> and just start eating the shit out of fucking uh, uh, Roger. And I love the undersold damn <laughs> from Pete. Yep, <laughs> but he took a good chunk out of him. Then he got his leg, man, and shit's crucial. So we got a wounded Roger now, who's not not any good anymore uh, at all. Like to where the the wagon they were using to, to get all their loot, they're using to cart him around in now, and yeah. they don't know the rules of the game about getting bit and turning, so nobody knows about this yet, which is really bad. They're loading up. It's time to do like an ammo run and shit, and they also like they're, they're making plans to kind of stay here permanently. They found a way to disguise the, uh, the you know the wall mm-hmm. to make it seem like there's no door there, just in case there's looters. Like they're they're planning ahead. They're planning for the long haul. Because they think this is not going to be a blow over at all. Nobody's waiting for help. Everybody is, you know, pretty much sure this is over. But they kept a TV and they kept some Jack Daniels, which, by the way, was real Jack. Oh, yeah. Because it was cold as fuck. They slipped some real Jack in there. It was cold, though. They didn't slip it. The whole bottle was Jack. (laughs) They didn't slip shit. But um, they were saying because it was fucking cold. It was freezing. Oh. Because it was like the dead of winter and shit. And um, so, yeah, kudos to that fat dude with no shirt on um, out there because he was out in the freezing cold doing that. Ugh. Fucking G. $20. Jack Lutz t-shirt. <laughs> so, like, it's getting crucial. And this is one of my favorite scenes. Like, we whipped him, didn't we? Yeah. We whipped him. We whipped him good and we took it all. <laughs> that's the worst. Oh, it's the best. Cause that, that, I mean, that's, that's Roger in a nutshell, dude. 
That's Roger in a fucking nutshell, dude. So, like, Pete's like, you know, let's clean up. You know, they're basically keeping the place from being run down, in a sense. They're putting all the dead bodies in the freezer. And, like, this is kind of when boredom's kind of setting in. Like, because um, I forgot I forgot why they, they, they snatched up the car. Oh, the, because it was faster to get to the last doorway because they can't go back out and do the truck thing again. So they right, have to. Right, 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 right. And they want to lock all the doors to make sure that the zombies can't come in anymore. Right. With Roger out of commission on a leg, they need something that can get all three of them to the all the doors to seal them up so the zombies can't push past the truck and get leverage on it. Because they don't need, you know, they know that like six or seven zombies stuck on the glass would push it open. Right. But if right, they could only right. get like one or two under the truck, they can't squeeze themselves underneath that truck altogether. Exactly. So they, they do the plan, but our boy Roger gets fucked up even worse. And I, and I liked how... One of the zombies went uh, back into the wound that he already had. Yeah. Only because, like, uh, mosquitoes do that. Oh. Like, mosquitoes usually revisit a part that already got attacked. And I was like, that's kind of cool. And I'm pretty sure that wasn't on purpose or anything, but it looked super gross when she cut into his fucking uh, calf with her hand. Was, oh, I was Yeah, I was like, fuck, now he's definitely fucked. Yeah, he's <laughs> triply fucked. So, there was another scene, because uh, Francine was, you know, back at the doorway, and a nun got stuck. And she let the nun go. Yeah. The nun was supposed to die, but George uh, kind of intervened. He was like, don't, let's not kill a nun. Let's not do that. <laughs> it's like, I'm doing a lot of things here. Yeah. That <laughs> might send me to hell. Yeah. Let's not add to the list. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let, let's let her just walk free. No problem. So they barricade the door. Fucking success. And now it's basically boredom time. They're doing whatever the fuck they want. They're having a good old time uh, playing video games and shit. Just trying to pass the time. And, um, our boy's not doing well because, like, the wall is finished. The disguise is made. You know, they got rope ladders getting in and out. But our, our boy is declining. It's, it's, not, it's not good for him right now, man. Mm. And um, it's really sad because he's like, I'm going to try not to turn. That's what Roger says to Pete. He's like, I'm just yeah. going to try not to do it. You know, like, I think it'll be fine. I think I'm just going to die and that's going to be it You because know, I'm going to fight it. And it's like, ah, man. This this part actually kind of reminded me of the dog scene from I Am Legend with Will Smith. Yeah, and I, I felt really bad. I was like, "Oh man, funny I, I don't want to watch this." Funny side note, um, you know, because you know everybody talks about how you know George, George uh, Romero is like a innovator and stuff. He right. completely admitted to ripping off I Am Legend for this movie, which I thought <laughs> was kind of cool. Yeah, it was kind of neat how he's just like, "Yeah, no, no, I ripped it off." <laughs> I was like, "Wow, <laughs> what a G." But, um, yeah, so, like, you know, the sheet's over his face because he's dead, but then he gets up and pulls the sheet down, and we know he's gone. Uh, amazing uh, makeup work to make his cheeks look sunken like that. Mm -hmm. Really good job. And uh, he gets his brains blown out by uh, his best friend, Pete, which uh, sucked. Really sucked, man. Yeah, Pete's a fucking hard motherfucker, though, I gotta tell you. Yeah, <laughs> he's going through a lot of shit for that, man. So, like, you know, we, we fast forward to, like, you know, time passing and, and morale kind of getting... Uh, wavering a little bit because um, you know like they try to make the most of it right and Steve even tried to propose to her and, and Francine's like dude this is not real you know like this is come on stop like shit's fucked up can't we can't act like everything's like fucking rose, roses right now because it's not no and like you know while they're like holed up and, and getting bored and like the, you know the, 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 the transmissions are stopping it's getting more and more bleak and they're getting more and more isolated because it's more so a prison now. You know, like, you know, yeah, they have all this lavish comfort and shit, you know, because, like, I mean, they're, the bunker is furnished at this point. 
Right. She looks couches like and ferns, TV. Yeah. Like, you know, tables and shit with fucking. Dude, they got like bandana bed sheets. Yep. <laughs> like, they're living the life. But it's just, you know, it's all it's all fake. You know, like they they they, they couldn't comfort they couldn't cover themselves in the you know, all the shiny dumb shit because it means fucking nothing. Even the money, even the scene whenever I'm in the bank, it's like you never know. It was all fake. Yeah. So like uh, you know, like during like the final gun run, um, that actually wasn't in the mall, which makes perfect sense because why would you have a fully loaded gun <laughs> shop in the mall? But um it was actually filmed in another location, but it made it look like it was inside. It was really well done because I totally bought into it. But um, here comes fucking Raiders, man. We got Tom Savini playing as uh, he, he's actually he calls himself Blades. Ah. That's his name because he didn't have a name in IMDb. But he, he's Blades, and then there's another guy called Sledge. Which he's the one with the sledgehammer, and uh, the guy with the Tommy gun. He's Mousy, because why not? Why not? Fuck so, it. <laughs> so like these these guys are like radioing them for some fucking reason, letting them know that they're gonna come fuck their shit up, even though they're trying to get their numbers and be covert. They're so rowdy and give zero fucks that it just became like, we're coming to fuck your shit up. Y'all shouldn't, you know, y'all shouldn't hog this shit. We're going to come take it. So, um, real motorcycle gang, by the way. Oh, shit. The Pagans. Shout out to the Pagans. Nice. Yeah, man. Uh, Real fucking motorcycle gang. They came in there just for the fuck of it. They were just having a blast being able to drive inside that fucking mall. Um, Absolute chaos. And this is when uh, uh, Romero was kind of like a little loose and fancy free with the way that he was editing because he was just like, we're doing like a cover your ass type of shooting where I'll just get shots and shots and shots and shots. Right. And then that way I can just build it and layer it and like tell the story that I want to tell because I can pace it, you know, uh, because I have my shot. So shit is insane now. So like and 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 Steve is kind of like, we could do this. We could take them. And Pete is like, no, bro. These motherfuckers have been out there on the road for like this entire time. Like they are a trained army at this point. You know, you need to take them right. fucking serious. And they fucking get in, dude. They got grenades. They're causing fucking ruckus, bro. Oh, uh, BT Dub, uh, Savini not only was an actor, he was also a stuntman. Remember that body that always gets hit by a car and flies out the way? Yeah. That was Savini. Oh, shit. And uh, also, um, there, if you slow one of the shots down where he gets hit by a truck, you can see the trampoline that he jumped off of like in a couple of frames. But it's real fast. It's real fast. You could easily miss it. So, Damn. So the Raiders are coming in fucking wrecking shop, dude. Like They're inside, and it's just... How did you feel about this? About how loud it was and just disorienting? Because I felt like it added to like the chaos. So my big like my big problem I had with it was they're like they see the fucking marauders come in their in their binoculars and they literally like oh, we should probably just wait it out. And I'm like, you have a helicopter. Wait, what out? See, but they Bug out. They were kind of like hoping they'll just pass through and like like they 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 wanted to keep what they got. You know what I mean? Like it, it boiled down to the one to keep what they got, to 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 a certain degree. Like like uh, Pete wasn't fully committed to keeping it for like for that much, but like to a point, he was like, "We'll have the zombies scare him off." You know, we'll you we'll use the zombies against them, because even he believed to a certain extent, and he was gonna wait them out to make it seem like they weren't there. Nah, my happy ass would have been like, especially when they got on the radio, it was like, "There's only like three of us," and then like fifty people get on the fucking horn or behind him, like, I'm like, nope. Get in the fucking chopper. Get the bug out bags. We're leaving. True that. I feel you. But we're getting like crazy zombie violence at this point. Like like people are getting murked. 
People are having oh, yeah. a good time and shit. There's this one guy going to a fucking blood pressure machine for some fucking reason. I don't know. Fucking guy wearing a sombrero gets his fucking blood measured because why? Cholesterol is going to his biggest problem, I guess. Yeah, at this point in time. And like, they break out the pies, man. They just start hitting these motherfuckers with pies and shit. Like, it's a, it's a game. Like, people are fucking, it's not even a serious situation that's going on right now. And um, Pete's trying to stay low and just let them just do whatever the fuck they're doing so they can just get the fuck out, get what they want, and leave. Right. And what well, they probably would, they probably still, they would have settled in there. And I don't know. They probably, I feel like they would have just tore through that shit and then just left. Possibly. Possibly. But, but there, there will be some there like just tired of doing it. They probably would have stayed and been a problem. Yeah. But um, Steve, man. Fucking Steve. Fucking Steve fucking it up again. He's like, this is ours. We got it. And we're we taking my shit. Ah! It just starts taking shots, man. Pow, 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 pow. And like, now they're, now they're getting shot at and they're getting separated with all the noise and confusion and they can't get to each other. Like, shit's crazy. So Pete's like, fuck it. <laughs> it's on now. Because they took some shots at him. He's like, okay, well, now it's a war. And I'm like, it's only two of y'all. Like like the fucking army. Like I know of you fucking ta- hardened zombie killers. I know you taught old girl how to fly and shoot and shit, but no, it's not a war. It's a massacre. But he he goes. I mean, he does it. He he, he takes his pot shots. He's sniping the bejesus out of people. Like they're going hard, bro. And uh, I, I should have never under, underestimated uh, that boy uh, Pete's power, bro. At all, I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have. But um. Our boys, our boys, Savini, Blades, and Sledge are out there just wrecking these zombies, dude. Jacking them, fucking taking their wallets, going ham. And um, and all the, the hodgepodge, our boy Pete takes out um, Blades. And he gets fucked up. He falls off a building. True story. Savini almost killed himself. <laughs> he, uh, oh, he, shit. he missed the uh, the little mattress mark. <laughs> and he almost fucked himself up. And uh, he had to like kind of chill for a bit and just ride in the golf cart for a little. <laughs> he got fucked up. God damn. He did a lot of stunts. He flew through a plate glass window. He did a lot of shit, man. He put a lot of work in, bro. Like, God bless yeah. him. And did make up. George wrote this movie, but goddamn, Savino brought it to fucking life. Yeah, man. Yeah, he, he really did. What's so crazy is um the other guy that got his guts ripped out, right? He's also yeah. a makeup artist. He, he's a, he's a Tom Savini's friend. Shit's, shit's hitting the fan. Like, people are dying. The the the, the, the bikers are losing, and they're, and they're trying to get the fuck out. But uh, Sledge is getting his shit kicked in. And they're ripping his guts out. And you notice how those guts are super clean looking? Yeah. Because they were real guts uh, from a uh, slaughterhouse. But his homeboy was like, I ain't putting that shit up against my skin dirty. So he got all, he cleaned that shit out like chitlins. He cleaned it out. And people were eating that shit. And people were like Uh. clamoring to be the zombie to eat shit. Like a lot of people wanted to be eating something. They were so adamant about doing it. a lot, a lot, a lot of people who volunteered wanted to get killed, which I'm that's weird. I guess that's you. Ah, it's fucking weird. And um, yeah. what's really funny is um, I don't know how you felt about the blood in the movie. Yeah, super bright and real dumb looking to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. And Savini didn't like it. Savini, I uh, I found out was a uh, he like was like a war photographer. Oh shit! So he's seen the real shit. He's seen the real <laughs> shit, and like he's all about making. His effects look real as possible. I don't know what kind of person Savini is, but I'd be too scared. I'd be too shell shocked to do that. But um, yeah. he didn't like the blood, which was uh, produced by Three uh, M. Shout out to Three M for that loud ass yeah. blood. But Romero was totally cool with it because he wanted a comic book feel. 
and he felt like the the starkness of the blood was perfect for what he was trying to do. Also, uh, Savini had regrets um, about the makeup because like the, the zombies who couldn't get the attention to detail makeup got gray makeup on their face. Yeah, that was uh, kind of weak. Well, they didn't know what color the, the zombies were going to be because it was a black and white movie. But uh, he, right. he regretted he he actually regretted the decision because he hated how it got filmed because people would look like different colors anyway. Yeah, and he was like, "Fuck!" But it was just they had to do. There were so many zombies they were making with so little time. He had no choice. You know, he he made like the ones that were on camera. They looked like legit zombies. The ones that are far away, so be it. It is what it is. Right. And, um, Sledge is dead. You know, all, all the major players are dead. The Tommy Gun guy gets sniped by uh, Pete, and like you know, they're semi victorious. But our boy uh, Steve was fucking up, and he wasn't. You know, he was on his own, so he got shot in the arm, and he got fucked up real bad. And then he wound up getting overtaken by zombies in an elevator, and they wrecked his shit. Bad. He fought. He fought as hard as he could, man. Good. And I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> Steve was a fuck up. He was a fuck up. But he I'm shined, bro. Dead. But he shined. He shined so hard when it was time to be that zombie. Because I gotta, I gotta give props to this reveal. Because the zombies are out there trying to fuck shit up, right? Right. They're at the elevator and they hit the button by accident. Gotta say, man, that actor that plays Steve, fucking, he is the watermark that everybody goes after when they do the zombie walk or anytime yeah. they, like, like everybody who's doing the zombie beforehand garbage this guy came out like michael jackson bro just <laughs> doing it man and like because he was like i was trying to think of like he was breaking it down he was like i was trying to think of well, okay i got my neck fucked off my arms fucked off my legs fucked off right so i need to like attribute that and it was just like, I mean, dude, it looked believable. He looked amazing as a zombie. Like, his face, everything looked fucking amazing. Like, when you think zombie, his face will should pop up in your head. Oh, yeah. Because he's the quintessential zombie, dude. And that shuffle was fucking amazing. Romero lost his goddamn mic. He used, Romero was like, real cool. Like, yeah, do what you want. Go ahead. Do however you want to do it. He literally stopped and was like, holy shit, that was amazing. <laughs> it's like, whoa, you fucking did it, bro. So he's gone. He's officially zombed out. But then we have this weird thing happening where he goes to where the bunker is. Like, the gun's in his hand, but he's not really holding it. It's, like, hanging off his finger. But, right. like, there's some remnants of him trying to get to his girl. And it was kind of heartbreaking for me. Now, I, as, soon as, as soon as Steve died, I knew exactly what was going to happen next. And I was like, fuck you, Steve. <laughs> Steve thought he was still okay. Like there, there was a remnant of Steve that was like, I'm okay. Let's get out of here. Let's beat it. And like he, cause he, cause like he looked sad when he when he got up against the wall where it was, you know, where it was the false wall. Right. He looked sad. Like he was kind of like he was crying against the wall. It was like a weird. It was sad to me. They, he breaks through. Of course he fucks up because he's still Steve. Right. Know, dead or alive. <laughs> he's still still fucked up. Still with fucking all the goddamn up. Zombies. He's still fucking up. So like you know maybe in his zombie mind he's running from them. But, um, you know, he, he comes in and he, he's bringing the horde with him and shit. But, like, what got me was when he got into the fucking base. Because, like, um, uh, uh, Pete reconvenes with, uh, with, with, uh, Francine. Fran. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, they're, try, and they're, they're trying to get ready to get out of there. And, like, when Steve comes in, he's the first one in and he tries to close the door behind him. I didn't see that. I didn't catch that. Watch it. Watch it again. He, he, it's like he, once he gets in, he shumbles and, like, kind of, like, you know, that limp arm shit you do. He like yeah. he does like a limp arm uh, blow to the door and closes it kinda halfway. I mean he's a zombie. 
And then he kind of looks at him. And I was like, fuck, he's still in there somewhere. And before <laughs> before I can gather that thought, that boy Pete blows his motherfucking, he just paints the wall with his brains, bro. I was like, oh. Good. Damn. <laughs> Shoot that bitch. Yeah. So Pete looks at uh, Francine and is like, hey, fuck this shit. <laughs> I'm out. Get out of here. So what are you doing? Uh, bitch, I'm tired. I can't. I don't. I don't want to leave. I shot everyone I like. I shot everyone I cared about. Already. Exactly. All his camera. All, all his comrades are gone. Like you know, everyone who mattered to him because you know he that that <laughs> that was his family now. Which is sad. It's like you don't matter to me. <laughs> well, it's it's not that. It's like you know he he lost his he lost his street brothers. He lost his real brothers, and then, <laughs> and then he lost his adoptive hall brothers. So he's all out of brothers. His brothers are gone. Fucking street dead. brothers. I killed all my brothers. All my brothers. Especially my street brothers. That hurt me the most. That dig the deepest, bitch. Fucking dumbass. So, um, <laughs> sorry. Oh, yeah. A uh, quick, quick jump back. Um, um, the uh, blood pressure guy, he, he died horrifically and got his arm left in the blood pressure machine because that's the only reason they did that guy. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, he's like, I'm, I'm done. He's gonna, he went into the room to go kill himself. And I like, because I was like, why did y'all leave the fucking ladder up? Because yeah. these motherfuckers start learning how to use, use tools, and they're climbing up after her. So it's a pivotal scene right here. So we have Francine on the roof, kind of like standing outside of the helicopter, not all the way in, looking at all the zombies. Then we have inside the room, we have our boy Pete with a Derringer up against his fucking temple, dude, ready to just... Blow his brains out and waiting for him to come through the door. There are two cuts to this. In the original screenplay, this is the end. Fucking Pete, you hear a gun blast and that's it. And then Fran thinking, I don't want to be alone. So she just stands up taller into the fucking helicopter blades. And that's the end of the movie. Yeah. (laughs) George's wife was with him this this whole step of the way. Every step of the way she was there with him, man. Right. And she was just appalled at all the gross shit. And she had to say something. She's like, hey, this is a fucking downer, man. Can y'all give him give some hope? Jesus. Can you? <laughs> Can you please? <laughs> and he's like, all right, fine. So I feel oh. like that moment happened literally <laughs> at this point in the movie. Because <laughs> fucking... He's sitting there with the to gun to his temple rights. So let's let, let's cut back to to like let's rewind back. <laughs> so the gun's in his temple, and he's like kind of like tapping against his head like he's thinking. And he's like, "Man, fuck this shit!" And like a sound of like to like the eighteen theme comes on, dude. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Holy shit! I even wrote down in my notes. Did they just play the eighteen <laughs> under this guy? <laughs> That's pretty much. I mean, honestly, I'm just gonna play the 18. I know they wanted the rights to that. So this motherfucker says, "Fuck this shit." Brow shoots the only black zombie in the room right now. His street brother. Uh, Fuck you, zombie brother. <laughs> literally, fucking like just Bean Joe Green's his way all the way up to the stairs. He does a judo flip to one. He does a drop kick to the other one, a bicycle kick to the other one, a, a fucking roundhouse punch. And this is like, dun, 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 dun. just like, what is going on? Like, 
He is B.A. Barakasing all the way up this motherfucking ladder and shit. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, holy shit. It's like a whole other movie right now. And he gets in the fucking helicopter. He's like, let's go. I changed my mind. <laughs> and then they, they leave. And this, that's the end. But I'm like, whoa. <laughs> that, was a, that was a pitch shift. Like, Jesus. Yeah. I mean, literally, like, he should not have survived. Like, he, like if... <laughs> These zombies were not ready for what he was bringing, dude. Like, he literally whooped so much zombie ass. <laughs> I was like, wow. Um, fucking amazing, dude. And, like, honestly, I needed it. I needed it, and I was glad. Because it was so just a bummer, man, watching all that shit go down, dude. I was just so happy they got, you know, got away, quote, unquote. Because oh, yeah. they didn't have enough fuel, but who gives a fuck? The movie's ending them with them not dead. And with old girl head not all over the fucking place. <laughs> that would have been fucking horrific. I couldn't imagine how I would feel after that movie. I don't think a lot of people would have liked that movie as much as they did because they would be so hurt. Yeah. If they got to the end and it was as written, that shit would have been a huge bummer and be like, no, fuck this. Because he already did a gut punch. He already gut punched us. Like We know it's real yeah. by all the zombie death and people getting ripped to shreds and losing family members and shit. We get it. Just give we us lost Roger already, you bastard. Yeah. And Roger was a cool dude. Oh, really cool relationship between him and Pete too, real life. Cause the uh the jokes about the heights and shit. Yeah. All improv. Oh, cool. That was a real running gag between them because uh because Roger would pick him up um from uh wherever they're staying to go do shooting and shit. So they were like they were homies for real. Oh. Yeah, I know. So like, oh, and that was a really cool scene when they were in the elevator and like uh Pete shot talked to him about it. He was like, Shut the fuck up, man. Just shut up. Like that's that's some manly shit right there. So talking Steve. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Steve. But um yeah, man, like that that was the end of the movie, bro. But I, I was just more so kind of floored with like, man, it's like, dude, like so many things were taken from this. Like so many like it's it set the standard and it's literally like the best zombie movie of all time. Like easily. Yeah. Easily. And um the amount of work that went into it is like he rewrote it. He fucking directed it and he edited shit himself. God damn. Like he had his hands all over this thing, man. And it fucking showed. And like more power to him, you know, well, God rest him. I mean, cause like he when he finished the movie, the movie was like fucking long as fuck. Cause, yeah. we, cause we watched the extended uh edition. So it was like two hours and forty three minutes, man. But it was necessary because of like the amount of characters. I was the morning I was shocked at how many characters were the principal characters that there was only four. I was shocked. Mm-hmm. Um and impressed by that because we got we got to see everyone have an arc, yeah. And because like you know because because Pete was kind of shifty in the beginning, he was really untru- untrustworthy looking in the beginning. I thought he was gonna be a fucking problem, but he it, it wasn't. Thank God. I know. How, how yeah, that's like racist. But could've, um, could have been totally like just pushed in the wrong direction. But yeah, it worked. No, I told I totally thought he was gonna get like overly militant and like you know they'll be afraid of him or some shit. I was waiting on. Yeah, it. I was waiting on it. And uh, but every everyone had a fucking arc. Everyone had development and stuff, and you cared about all of them, even though even even though we hated Steve, you know, like whenever when Steve was getting good and was like kind of sort of stop fucking up for a change, it was like all right, Steve, okay, okay, motherfucker, you know, yeah, <laughs> until he relapsed. That were fun. Yeah, then he relapsed and fucked it all up. But um, just just the amount of it's just uh it's just amazing. And then like even more props for them, uh, getting a a not rated because they were gonna get rated X for this. Oh shit! And um, you know, if they're rated X, they can't push anything. They can't get, you know, get the shit in the papers. They can't do anything. 
and um what they and they they couldn't get anybody to you know sign on with them to get this movie off the ground um right. uh what's his name god damn it. the guy that did Suspiria uh what is his name uh Argento okay Argento had his version for the for for uh, overseas release and it was a lot shorter it was called mm-hmm. Zombie uh Z O M B I right and um he was he was able to get a release overseas but it was a different cut of the movie uh George wasn't trying to cut the American version at all so and he didn't want to do an X rated either because he was like, "Hey, there's no sexual shit in this. It's only violence. That's it. I need uh, I need a different rating." So they so they they agreed upon uh, just a, a unrated, which is like huh. it was unheard of. And uh, to get a deal, they did a one day only showing in New York uh, of this movie, right. and there was like they had a one inch ad they put in the paper, huh? And that shit was fucking packed. That's crazy. They said they had a line out the fucking thing, and like George didn't realize it was for his movie. He was like, well, "Yeah, that's a crazy line. Where they going to go see? Oh shit, me, my shit." So that was like amazing. Like 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 the community, like that community, because there's no internet, man. Right. This is like people showed up and saw this in the paper and shit. Because they the paper was viable at the time, but like yeah, like it worked, and like uh, the guy saw the reaction. He saw how the crowd was eating all this shit up and like not appalled by the shit that was going on, and 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 and. and and yeah, they signed him on, and it happened. That's crazy. And, and he and he held out, man. He held out and refused to fucking like cut the movie down or, or take certain shit out because he was trying to get his vision across, man. And he fucking did it, dude. And it was like that's amazing. Like the balls on this guy, dude. Um, the fact that he was able to get what he got done, um, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, like honestly, like it's the wild west now. You know, as far as like putting movies out unrated or. Or a, a VOD and shit, but he, he kind of paved that way. It's like you can't watch anything. It's like it's like he basically he he showed you what sex was. Like this is how you have sex. Yeah, I invented this. Now I like, invented this. Try to do it better. It's like I, I mean it's it's the same mechanics. I don't. Know. But um, nah, man, it was fucking amazing. I don't think I can gush anymore, dude. Like God rest George Romero, man, because he uh he fucking did it, bro. Like hopefully. I know we kind of ran through a lot of stuff. We can go like detail by detail, but this is a yeah. three-hour podcast if we did so. Oh yeah, this is a long. I mean, I'm really surprised we got through the movie so fast, and it's still pretty long. It's like because the movie's long. Yeah, well, you know, I, like I figured I'll take advantage of the uh, <laughs> the, the low morale scenes. Yeah, <laughs> just but I do. <laughs> one guy did remind me of you, and there was the doctor with the eye patch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> funny that's exactly how i was thinking like yep that's the guy that's the guy i'd be because he's yelling <laughs> you like, need to get the fuck out <laughs> they need to be exterminated i was like well, that's randy there goes randy i'm probably steve man but jesus anyway so yeah man um if this movie was a video game what would it be it's very obvious pretty obvious to me dead i was Rise. gonna go with dead rising yeah, dead rising and and I was like, well, there's Left for Dead, then there's Zombie, the Wii version, yeah, then there's yeah, yeah. like it's every fucking zombie movie. It's Dead, it's dead Rising all day. Like dead, dead, yeah. dead Rising straight up was like, hey, let's do an homage to this shit. The helicopter shit, the whole nine, man. Um, shout out to them. So, you know, we'll, we'll give a shout out to Dead Rising. Just play Dead Rising um, if you can. So let's get into these tallies, man. Let's do the body count. Yeah. Uh-huh. 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 That body count. Uh-huh. 
So I got the body count at 93. That's insane. And it's not as much as I, I was actually expecting more, but right. yeah. Because I, I assume just in the projects, 93 color people died. Like I was. <laughs> it was All really them sorry. Negroes did. Yeah, but it was only 17 humans. But 76 zombies, which kind of makes sense because there's a lot of headshots, man. Because uh, our boy Pete was just fucking <laughs> dead shotting these motherfuckers like all day for the fuck of it. But um, let's get into something I'm glad didn't happen, folks. Let's get into the nudity. <laughs> let's get into skin deep. It's about to get skin deep. I just want to see a little figure. Just show me that booty. Just a little bit of titties. Right now, right now. Oh, boy. Thankfully, thank Jesus, the answer is zero. Because I, I, I don't want to naked with my zombie shit. Uh, we had one barrel chested man who, who, when he died, it was hilarious the way he slid into that fucking fountain. <laughs> That, that awesome. shit looked painful, but God bless him. Because you know he blew his knee out doing that shit. <laughs> he George is like, yeah, he can go home. He's good. He's done. He's That's, that's a wrap for him. Jesus. Somebody iced that man down. But, um, yeah, dude, let's, let, let's fucking do it, man. It's final verdict time. Uh, knee pads and slippers. What that means, folks, is uh, if we love this movie, we fall down to the uh, kneeling position, if you will, to worship this movie and give this movie this just do. And put it in the annals of history. It's one of the greatest movies of all time on our show. Or, if we hate this movie, we do a maximum of two uh, hater slippers. Where we will shuffle the worst shuffle possible as the laziest zombie. Not even putting effort into it. Random. Randy Savage. Knee pads or slippers. I gotta go ahead and give it two knee pads, man. I, this... I've never had so much fun watching a movie that I kept yelling at. I just kept screaming at the screen. Just like, why are you doing such stupid things? Count your fucking shots, Steve. <laughs> you really were just losing your shit with Steve. <laughs> uh. I mean, dude, I-, I feel like I already said what I had to say about the rating earlier, dude. So I'm just going to say four knee pads. Uh one for each knee and one for each ball. I'm just gonna fucking <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm a deep kneel on this one, my friend. This movie, my God, like wow. It's the fact that it's so old and so yeah. fucking good. And 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 the and the amazing there's so many lines I know that we missed and, and fucking missed on, but like one of the lines that stuck with me the most was um There's no more room in hell. And that's why the dead's walking the earth. And I was like, man, it's like this. That's some deep voodoo shit right there. And the fact that they even referenced, because like zombies came, you know, originally came from uh, from voodoo terms, right? For zombies. And the fact that I was even slid in there real nice and smooth, like, I'm like my God, man, like how much better can this be? Because remake is eh, it's not bad. It's not a bad movie, but it shouldn't be called Dawn of the Dead at all. Nah, it should be called like. Uh, Afternoon of the Dead or something like that. Something, something yeah, Ving with a shotgun. Yeah, part one. I mean, like the, the, the intro was great. Seeing seeing this chick waking up to like you know devastation, destruction, cool. Too many fucking characters. Uh, the guy from Modern Family was funny, but um, it was just you know it, it's just it, it felt there was no heart behind it. You know right. what I mean? Like 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 it, it, it was a decent uh, you know horror flick, but it was zero heart. 
and this movie had all the fucking heart, dude. That's why I give it like, like this is like untouchable sacred cow, dude. Like it, it actually delivers. Yeah, some of the effects aren't as what they were supposed to be, but I mean, for Christ's sake, dude, it was only like a yeah, hundred people under a million dollars, man. So suck a dick. Shit is amazing. And like I didn't exist when it came out, so fuck off. But uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, this is yeah. I'm I'm, I'm glad because typically. I try not to do this, but I think I'm, I'm thinking from here, from here on out I'm gonna do it. If, if anybody passes, and uh, we have the opportunity, you know, to do a movie in their honor, we're gonna do it. Oh yeah, uh, that's like sounds like an awesome idea. Yeah, because like I I, I, I didn't want I didn't want to make it seem like it was like, like a cash in, mm-hmm. but um, it's just a good fucking movie. I would have done it anyway. So all the more reason. But yeah, dude, like uh, rest in peace to uh, George A. Romero. Um, it sucks. <laughs> I just I just. And I, and I feel bad having to see it so late. Like like that's that's my uh my, my biggest crime here. Right. You know, but uh it is what it is, man. Like thankfully uh movies are forever. And uh people will be able to see this from here to the end of time, man. So thank God for that. So I was just thinking like, you know, I, after watching this movie, I just kept thinking about without this, it feel like this was another stepping stone towards, you know, greatness. We don't get Shaun of the Dead. We don't get 28 weeks later, we don't yeah. get World War Z. We don't get these amazing pieces of artwork from, except unless we have this guy. So him creating this, this monstrosity of like just uh, consumerism and dead-eyed minds and just trying to play into the society's ways of how they're going to be. And then it just kind of explodes and becomes influential to everyone else. And his art creates more art. And that has how he'll remain immortalized forever. Couldn't say it better myself, man. Good shit. Uh, shout out to the uh, Nerd Podcast Mafia, the Podflix Network, uh, Movie Pod Squad. Uh, shout out to everybody, man. Um, y'all have a good night.